Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, and let it transform our life. And that's really what we are going to stress today. I want to ask you, what does real power look like? Have you ever thought about it? A lot of people in the world are after power. Sometimes power is perceived as political power. You, you've got the, the Congress, the Senate, the House, the courts, things of this nature, and you have power. Sometimes it's financial power that you have. You can do anything you want. You can go anywhere. You have power. You can buy what you want. Sometimes power is seen as muscles, you know, like Chuck Norris or someone like that. There's all kinds of power in our world, and yet one that the Bible says is was really very, very important. Some of that power you may never get, but you can have the power that matters most, and that's found in the book of Proverbs, where we read in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. Wow. If you rule your spirit, you're better than a person who captures a city. If you, can, if you can't control your anger, the Bible, you're, you're not a mighty person. Controlling your anger, controlling your spirit, controlling who you are makes you more powerful, better, mightier than those who have wealth, political power, force, things of this nature. You know, our world is filled, the history of the world is filled with people who can't rule their own lives, but they want to rule yours. Think about that. They can't rule their own lives, but they want to tell you how to live. This is why we see in, in the, the hypocrisy so often of political leaders who, who don't have their own families in order, whose kids hate them, who can't get along with people. And, uh, and yet they think they know how to tell us to live. People whose lives are a mess, but are trying to institute policies about how the rest of us should live. We don't like that. That infringes upon our freedom. But the world's like that. The world is filled with people who've neglected their own life in order to have power over others. Well, we don't want to be like that. We don't want to be ruled by people like that. One place where we can watch out for it is in the church. And this is why in the church, Paul gives us that the requirements for leadership in the church are character requirements. And he lists them in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1. And we find that it's got to be a person who controls and rules their own spirit. They know how to manage their own home so that they would then know how to manage the church of God. We, we may not be able to influence or control that when it comes to government or corporations or places like this that have such power, but we sure ought to have godly leadership in our church. You ought to have godly leadership in your own life, too. So I'd like to look at a verse that talks about this, that Paul prayed for it in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16. And Paul prays this. He says that he, or God, would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. Wow, what an interesting verse. Do you think of, when you think of being a Christian, when you think of the Christian life, does the word, 
and you want to describe it, does the word power come to your mind? It ought to. There's a lot of scripture that talks about power. And here Paul is talking about an inner power, a power that controls the spirit, the inner man, that makes you mighty. That if you have the power to control lust, the power to control greed, the power to control pride, the power to control jealousy and envy and bitterness and, and revenge, that if you have the power over those qualities so that those don't rule your life, you're a mighty person. You're a mighty man or woman of God. And so he prays that we would be strengthened with power, with God's power, with God's dynamic power by his spirit, by the spirit in the inner man. Now, this phrase inner man is used at another place in Scripture, and we want to read it. It's found in Romans chapter 7. And Paul is talking about temptation. He's talking about his own temptation. He's talking, and he says this, For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man. There's that same phrase. He says in the inner man, this is where, where Paul says back here that you'd be strengthened with all power through his spirit in the inner man. And here Paul says, in the inner man, he concurs with the law of God. But I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. Pardon the typo there if you're reading online. The law of sin, which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from this body of this death? Well, he goes on to answer it, that ultimately the freedom, the ultimate freedom comes when we die. The ultimate freedom comes when we go to heaven. The ultimate freedom comes in eternity. The ultimate freedom from sin. However, notice that there's a struggle, the struggle between the inner man and the temptation, what he calls the body of this death. There's a struggle. And the question is, who's going to win the struggle? And I think the obvious answer is, whichever's stronger. If the temptation within you, if the, if the temptation that's in us, it's going to be in us in the flesh, it's in, our, it's in us as long as we're alive. If these temptations are stronger, more powerful than the law, the, of the, the law of God, which is ruling in the inner man, which Paul says he joyfully concurs with, and I hope you joyfully concur with, then the flesh is going to win. If the law of the inner man, if the, the inner man is strengthened, then the inner man's going to win. And so this becomes a question, how do you strengthen the inner man? Well, the answer is God's got to do it. God's got to do it. As we give more and more control, we yield more and more to the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the inner man gets strengthened. And when the inner man is strengthened by the spirit of God, then the inner man wins in these battles of temptation. When we come to that fork in the road, what are we going to do? Am I going to yield to sin? Or am I going to do what God wants? Am I going to be obedient? Or am I going to be disobedient? We've got the inner man's got to be powerful. How do you strengthen the inner man? In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, he's praying that God would strengthen our inner man. And believe me, this is where the victory comes. 
We've seen before that you and I are like a glove and the Spirit of God is like the hand in the glove. The power doesn't come from the glove. The power comes from the hand in the glove. And likewise, friends, there, is, there must be the power of God in you. To try and it's been said to try and live the Christian to live the Christian life is not difficult, it's impossible. If you're trying to live the Christian life without the Spirit of God in you, without Christ in you, it, you can't do it. You might have some self-discipline for a while. You might have trained yourself to, to be civil, to be kind, to be nice, but there's there's a war going on. We've got to strengthen the inner man. The inner man is strengthened by the Spirit of God as the Spirit of God has more and more control in our lives. This is why I pray many times every day, fill me with your Spirit, Father. Take control. Let your Spirit lead me. Let I need your Spirit to help me right now. You don't know I pray that in my quiet time prayers, but I pray that many times. I always pray that the last thing I pray before I hit the button that brings me on, I say good morning to you. Lord, fill me with your Spirit. Speak through me. Let your spirit take control. God will answer that prayer. That's a prayer that's according to the will of God. God would love to answer that prayer if you say, I yield to you. Oh, spirit, fill me, empower me. But it also comes from the word. I, I would say this as there's this battle between the inner man that wants to serve God, that wants to follow God, that wants to do what's right, and the, the, the body of our death that has its temptations somehow embedded within us that, that that wants us to have the deeds of the flesh come forth. Whichever you strengthen will prevail. If you feed the flesh, the flesh will prevail. If you feed the inner man, feed the spirit, the spirit will prevail. How do we feed them? Primarily, we feed them by the thoughts and what we put into our heart, mind, and soul. If you put a lot of garbage into your soul, the flesh will prevail. If you look at things, read things, listen to things, fill up your soul with what is sinful, corrupt, ungodly, defiling, then when the moment of temptation comes, you're probably going to fail. If on the other hand, you are filling your inner man, filling your soul, filling your mind and your heart with, with truth, with the word of God, with positive thoughts of faith, with love and things of this nature, as you're building that into your life, true Christian love, then when those, the, those times of temptation, that fork in the road comes, you'll be far more likely to take the right path. Why? It's like, I think of it like an ultimate cage fight. I think of it like two fighters in the ring. One's gonna prevail, one's gonna lose. One's gonna have that knockout punch and he's gonna be triumphant and the other's gonna be flat on the mat, not knowing what hit him. Who's going to prevail? The one who's better fed, the one who's stronger, the one who's in better shape. My friends, feed your inner man. Feed him with the word of God. Feed him with strength. Feed him with good thoughts. Fight off those, those, the, the temptation to give the flesh what it wants in terms of vengeful, angry, mean, uh, hurtful, hateful, lustful, greedy, thoughts that are of the flesh. Resist them. Don't let them fill your mind. And when the time of temptation comes, you'll be strong because you're focused on the word of God and the truth of God. Might our inner man be, our inner man be strong, strengthened by the spirit, and we give the spirit that, that 
food to work with as we make the effort to fill our minds with the Word of God. Father in heaven, we bless you today, and we thank you so much that you, we, we pray this prayer, that we would be strengthened with all power. Oh God, I pray for us. Most of us aren't ruling a city. I don't know of anyone on here who's a political leader or extremely wealthy that they, they, they can live whatever life they want. Lord, we're people, we're common people, we're normal people. We have the struggles of life, the challenges of life, but we can rule our spirit. By the Spirit of God in us, by the power of God in us, we can rule our spirit, we can rule our anger, we can rule the temptations of the flesh that would drag us down and destroy us from the inside out. I pray today, O God, we would be strengthened with power in the inner man. I pray according to your glorious might, this is not of us, this is the power of the Almighty in us. Give us your strength today. Wherever the situation arises, Lord, might we call upon you. Might we, Lord, if we have to pray it a thousand times today, might we pray and ask your spirit to take control, to fill us, to guide us, that we would yield to you. We love you, Lord. We thank you that this is available to us. Again, we can't all be presidents or kings or dictators or, or, or billionaires, but we can all walk in the spirit. And today, might we do so. We praise you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hey, folks, so glad to have you along as we talk about the Word of God. This is what we're doing because we want our inner man to be strong. We don't want our inner man to be weak. We don't want to wait till we get to heaven to experience victory. We want to experience it now. I'm walking in it. I hope you're walking in it too. Now, victory, now, all the more when we get to heaven. We're going to be ready for it because we're walking with the Lord now. Amen? So I'm so thankful to those who come here every day. Share with this with your friends. Invite them to come. Put it on your social media. Uh, tell your friends. Put it in an email. Whatever it is, let's build this channel and let's spread the word because we all want to be strong in the Lord. There's a lot of people out there who are living defeated lives. They don't need to be. The Word of God, the Spirit of God can make all the difference. We've got to focus on it. Can't just be once a week, once a month, or once a year Christians. If you're new today, welcome. I hope you'll join us regularly. Hit the notify, the subscribe, leave a comment, tell me where you're from, introduce yourself, and come back regularly. We'd love to have you here. We want you to be strong. So until we meet tomorrow, be strong, be strengthened, walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. We'll be here live, or you can watch later today. But God bless you. I love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.